Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's episode of the GM Owners Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Stone. Over there is John Fairbanks. How are you doing, John? I'm doing excellent, Tyler. Guys, we're going to talk about one of the things that I think uh, CrossFit has been fucking up on. Not CrossFit HQ, but the affiliates. CrossFit U. CrossFit U. No. Um, it's a, as a, I think I still technically have my level one as a former CrossFit affiliate owner um, and a person who's worked with, coached, taught, done business coaching and coaching coaching for uh, hundreds of different CrossFit coaches, owners, et cetera, hundreds of CrossFit clients that I've worked with directly. Uh, it's just an opportunity that I see a lot of CrossFit gym owners missing. And I didn't realize until a conversation we were having with one of our, one of our gym owners yesterday, where I was like, man, this is, I totally missed it. So we're going to cover like how CrossFit is failing at selling nutrition and what it means to the, uh, the affiliate owner, what it means to their clients and what it means to the brand as a whole. So before we get into that, make sure you follow the show at the gym owners podcast on Instagram. Make sure you go to the link in the description. Uh, there you're going to find the Facebook group, all that jazz. So we have the Gym Owners Revolution Facebook group. You can also check us out at gymownersrevolution.com. Let's get started. So I had this thing. I totally forgot that CrossFit does this. And so we, we were talking with a gym owner who had some coaches going through and getting their um, like level ones or getting their recertifications as well. It's kind of that season. And um, one of our gym owners mentioned, and, and I, it just it dawned on me because we were we work with a lot of gym owners. If you've listened to these past couple episodes, um, we think the importance of coaching your clients or at least offering your clients nutrition coaching or a food plan or so something to make sure that these people are making changes outside the gym uh, nutrition-wise, that is like critically important to the success of your clients, which based on our ecosystem ecosystem principle is critically important to the success of your gym. So um, as I went through, it's like, shit. I remember from my level one, I was like, are they still teaching the, like the zone diet and the blocks layout and how to make the plans and how to deliver and fulfill that, that, that service to, to people? Are they still doing that in the level one? He said, oh yeah, absolutely. Um, which by the way, I think rocks. <laughs> like, I don't care what anybody says about any food plan as a, what's the word? I don't want to use the term ideology because it, but it does end up like that. It does it's pretty religious. Get, get it gets religious a little religious and it gets yeah. really stupid. But, but as a, as a dogma and especially once branding gets involved where every diet gets a name and then there's a few public personalities that get attached to, you know, they're, Oh, I think this is good. This is, when you think carnivore diet, what do you think, John? I think liver. Jordan Peterson. I think, I liver, think, King. I think <laughs> liver King. Right? Sadly. Yeah. Um, I think paleo. You think uh, there's a few of the people that have kind of rose out of the functional fitness adjacent spaces that have covered a lot of ground in that regard. Um, anyway, so when we see a gym that is struggling or at least having a hard time selling anything beyond their base memberships, and that's the thing that we believe is a fundamental principle uh, when we work with gyms is that people need nutrition coaching, they should be getting it or at least getting it offered to them and they would buy it. And a person who fails to have success at weight loss or even is struggling with their performance most likely needs a plan, whether they buy it from you or whether they just go scour the internet for whatever they can come across there. It's in their best interest to have a plan that they're sticking to. And by need, I think it's really important because it's a major part of our entire process that we teach, which is what are the goals of the clients that you're talking to? 
So no. fundamentally, you may think everybody needs, but it's like it's it gets really, really specific to where does somebody have a body composition goal of any kind? Do they want to get more swole, more thin, more whatever? If it has anything to do with them changing their body, then the answer to that, as we all know, isn't just to work out more. Well, but, and, and, and but, even if you're one of those people that says, oh, well, I'm actually just concerned about have, having people eat for health. So we make sure this and that. Hey, wonderful. I mean, most of the people that say that, though, um, are saying that instead of helping people lose weight because you suck at getting people to listen to you and helping you lose weight. That's well, awesome. it's, like, it's like, no, 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 we just, yeah, you just, let's just work on healthy and great. It's a give them a fucking plan so they can be fucking successful. God damn it. <laughs> well, and, and are we saying though, are, are we all honestly like looking each other in the eye and saying that we only really are focused on people being healthy and eating for health. And if someone is a fat fuck that we're not going to help them try and lose weight. Like That's it's objective eating number for, one, right? Yeah. Like, okay. Eat for health. And then a radical, totally unanticipated side effect is weight loss. Exactly. So great. But so, but, but don't hide from that. Like it's yeah. the idea. But so what we do then is we don't even have the conversation. Yeah. So it's, just, it's, it's, it is, it's vacant and it's missing. And that's where we end up getting into a situation where your people really want the help. So what do they do, Tyler? They listen to good, listen to today or good morning America. Or they listen to whatever the fuck their aunt is talking to them about, about whatever some bullshit new diet thing or cleanse or whatever, because that's what's happening. Yeah, You have lots of people that are in your gyms and they're doing all the shit with you and they listen to you and they have all your trust. And then we're just not having the conversation about like how they can eat that this tied back to their goals or whatever it is. And then they're doing some of the dumbest shit on the planet yeah, or whatever's popular, whatever's in the zeitgeist. Now, all of a sudden they're like, oh, well, as you know, that like, whatever, fill in the blank is that yeah. it's like, you're we all going to eat liver and bull testicles. And it's like, <laughs> well, I don't know. Like, I don't know yeah, if the raw food is the go here. Yeah. Liver and trend. That's where it's at. So I think though, the, the detail I want to make sure that we're, we're catching here is that you guys if you want to cross it affiliate, every one of your coaches has got at least a couple of days and a pretty thorough plan and there's handbooks and plenty of resources out there. The thing that I liked, I never did the zone diet before I took my level one a long time ago, but then I kind of built it out. And essentially like my food plan, even when I was, so I had done it as it was constructed because that was as it was kind of built. So trying to plan via the blocks kind of, and, and how that works. Listen, it's not any different than how like, Weight Watchers does stuff. Shit gets assigned points just so it's easier to fucking track, right? <laughs> I don't believe that's any more awesome or dumber than anything else, but it's, it's what does three blocks of this mean versus like, say, or whatever, versus saying like, okay, X amount of grams of protein in this meal. Like it's, it's, or X amount of ounces of this meat in this meal. It's all just a way of simplifying the thing so that you can put it on one flow chart. So Bingo. the plan is fucking easy to come up with, right? Now, all your coaches have been trained on this, kind of, right? Now, I'm not saying you got to tell your coaches how to eat, but one of the biggest things that we find when we talk about trying to get a gym coach, personal trainer, to be like, okay, you need to start selling nutrition coaching because these people need it. You need to start helping your people change the way that they eat, whatever that is. Um, that is a, what's the word? A lot of coaches, a lot of people get jammed up on building that program. Yeah. Well, geez, how do I fulfill it? What does that look like? What is it going to be? And they get stuck on, oh, now I got to make a new thing. I got to make a food plan for everybody. It's like, no, 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 no. They've already given you this framework. 
Yeah. All of your coaches can do it. All of them should be able to talk about it. All of them should be able to kind of sell it theoretically, or at least you can always offer it. By the way, if any of your coaches can fulfill it on their own, you can just commission them out and let them handle their clients on their own that way, the ones that they connect to the most, instead of it all coming back to one person who maybe doesn't work with them directly or doesn't coach their class or isn't their one-on-one personal trainer. Matai, can I push back? Yeah. What if I don't do the zone diet? What if I don't do the zone diet? So, and it's just, it's, I really truly deep down, I know that the actual success is way more complicated than what you've just described. Sure. Well, I would go, I think that's two parts, right? So the, you not doing the zone diet is a pretty good indicator that you're not your target demographic or at least 100% of your demographic. I would hope, I would hope not. Right. So a lot of gym talk gym owners, you're in your forties, male, Bro lifting a lot of a lot of them. By the way, there's a lot of a lot of gym owners and coaches out there that kind of don't train the way that their gyms even teach. So whatever, who gives a shit, right? Um, listen, I don't have the same nutritional needs or plans as my 25 year old ballet dancer client. I don't have the same needs as my 12 year old kid who's just trying to learn his way around the weight room or my 15 year old kid who's really trying to put on size or my 40 year old client who's got 70 pounds to lose or my 30 year old client who's lost 90 pounds he's got about 20 more to go and then it's just really focusing on performance and at every point in that journey their needs change also their interests will change so if you don't do the zone diet i don't give a shit i don't do the zone diet and i'm telling you it's just it'd probably work for your clients to be easier for them to sell and if you've got a better plan systemize it and sell it to your people. If your version this that you use and you think it's better for them, perfect. Then it is on you as the person who is a professional and allegedly gives a shit about your people to get something in place that will help them be successful. We talked about y'all need to be tracking your client success ratio. Every 12 weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks, they should be getting asked based on the goals you set aside that you defined at the beginning of this, how close to being 100% successful in them have you been in the last 12 weeks? Mm-hmm. A lot of your people are going to be near zero if you're if they're just eating like shit. It doesn't matter what they're doing in the gym. If they define anything regarding body composition, fat loss, weight loss, how they look at all in there, they ain't going to like it unless they've made changes to their food. And it's your job. One, it's on you to be the person that's available to offer it to them. Otherwise, they're going to go to the fucking shark tank that is the internet the internet and just zoom around and see what catches their eye which very often is just confirmation bias oh good i looked up the i can eat ice cream all i want and everything's okay diet like mm-hmm. that's what people find when they get out there on the internet so they're you just going to get get confirmed oreos. that they can do whatever they want oreos are vegan tyler yeah so like no. i can just eat a steady state of oreos and i will lose weight it and, and it does but this is where for me it really does come back down to like like you said, it's who aren't your clients and 90, if you live in North America or Australia, 98% of your clients don't have a fucking clue on how to eat, what to eat. And they have to lose weight. Yeah. Like it's just every, that's everybody look around, look around your communities if they need to lose weight. So then it's all about how much, like you said, how much can you simplify the process and just make it easy? And that's where it's like, we end up, because we're in the fitness industry, because we've given a shit about what we eat and how we eat for so long, we've gone full circle and our head is firmly all the way up our ass. 
Yeah. And the problem is, is that if you have a head up your ass conversation with someone that's brand new, just trying to switch over from Mountain Dew to Diet Mountain Dew, you now have a real problem on your hands because you just made it impossible for them to be able to make that first step. And so while everyone bickers and argues over what the fucking right thing is to do, like you said, with, and now we don't have a system, but now we're arguing about whole foods and we just eat anything that doesn't cast a shadow or whatever it is. We argue about that and none of the clients get any of the results because we can't like get off the starting block. Yeah. If you're digging in on freaking brown rice versus white rice, you're fighting the wrong fight. Exactly. Because the, the difference is pretty negligible. And if your clients can be comfortable eating a kind of rice in lieu of fucking French fries, they're doing pretty good. And those are the battles you need to fight is good versus shit, not good versus better or better versus best. Again, the, the optimization game comes. And that's the, that was the thing with like the structure that the way that they, they teach the zone is fucking simple. And again, I'm not married to it. You better teach them something. And all your staff and you have been equipped with the, an easy system to deliver and you're just choosing not to and whatever. Right. But it's a big mistake. So if you're not going to implement that specific thing, the thing that is handed down from your affiliation, the thing that you're paying money to have, the thing right. that has resources, that has trained your staff on the delivering this service, then you better build something yourself in its place and know that that's going to cost you some time and a little bit of effort, but whatever. This is a need that needs to be done. And by the way, this is the thing that this is the fat, the battle that CrossFit HQ had fought under the Glassman era. The thing that I think they did well, mm. in my opinion, one of the better. If I was the business, I'm not doing this. I'm not spending millions and millions of dollars to sue Coca Cola. What I'm doing is keeping all that money. Um, and then selling my business to some schmuck and then getting the fuck out. Cause that's probably what I would have done if I was Glassman long, long before I was going to just be like getting litigious with Coke and Pepsi and a bunches of like, you know, nefarious research funding that's gone on. Like just, but they fought that battle in my opinion, because it mattered yeah. and because it misrepresented their brand and it was confusing their people. When you start teaching, like, okay, you need to have some carbs, you need to have some healthy fats, and then you need to have this. And people are like, well, I thought fat was bad. Like, you end up, when you have to educate people from zero on nutrition, you realize how fucking fucked up the general, what's the word, the zeitgeist is mm -hmm. regarding it, regarding nutrition, whether it's what their parents taught them, which is a bunch of patterning that exists for at least a couple, three decades. Some hang on to that forever. Mm -hmm. whether what they're fed in school, whether what they're taught in school. And that's about as far as it goes. The rest is just the internet. And it's, and you get people that'll get educated on nutrition and they got a little more, but like your doctors don't know fuck all. No. About, about nutrition. Because when any of you out there, by the way, and I, I highly encourage you when somebody asks, um, if you have a client who says, well, maybe why are you qualified? I've never even been asked this, by the way. Why am, why am I qualified to be teaching nutrition? There might even be fucking state state rules about whether you can or can't based on whatever and i'm gonna tell you this no matter what state you're in my advice to you is i don't fucking care you still need to teach your people how to eat so i don't fucking care whether you have to be a dietitian or i don't even know what the rules are and what you can and can't say and i can tell you violate those rules 100 this is like fucking this is this is like covid rules now that shit comes down again they're telling you to close your business fuck them Stay open. Someone comes down and says, oh, you can't be teaching your clients how to eat food. You're not a registered dietitian. Tell them to fuck off or say humbly, yes, okay, I will. I'll stop. And then continue to do it because your people need it. It's crazy. But it is, it's on you to do it. 
It's absolutely on you to do it. And when you get out there teaching these people, you realize nobody knows anything. And one of the first questions you ask people when they, if anyone brings up, well, geez, how can we do this? Or, or is it, just say, when was the last time your doctor asked you what you ate? Never, by the way. I went into a doctor being overweight, like, I don't know, 15 years ago, 10, and they're like, oh, yeah, well, never said anything. I had pain that was obviously related to being heavy. Never said anything about changing what I ate. Never said anything about how I should exercise. Never. Absolutely not. So I have another funny story here. So uh, my sister was like getting sick, lots of stuff. Symptoms were all over the place, but really sick. Would get like run down, like digestive stuff, inflammation stuff. But it was, it was all over the place to the point where it drug on for six, eight months, like they kept it to, to the point where they, they began sending her to a endocrinologist and a neurologist. Sure. Right. Four hours away having to drive for these things. Finally, they get to this neurologist who's like a specialist and he goes in and he's like, I think you just have a food allergy. <laughs> Probably let's run this test. And sure enough, like just a, a, a extreme, allergy to gluten gluten products and things like this to the point though where it was like fucking her up bad like really bad again escalate the referrals all the way all the way to a neurologist four hours away that you're going to mold like that's that's a long road right and megan's or my, or my sister said you know not a single doctor even considered anything that i'm putting in my body not whether i drink too much not whether i eat too much not what i'm eating not at all never asked Never had to write down what you eat in a week. Like, let's just see what's going in. Like, just be honest and see what's going in. Didn't even consider it. So I can tell you, they're not being taught anything. I've taught doctors. I've taught surgeons. I've coached surgeons. I've coached doctors. Mm -hmm. Anything, they're not, they're not coming out of school equipped with what it takes or the willingness to teach people what they should eat and, and being willing to make those changes. I know why my doctors... And why a lot of local doctors and uh, what's the word, like family physicians and shit like that, why they don't make food recommendations and why they don't say you need to start eating better. You need to lose weight. And why? Look at the people you see. Okay. They're going around and they're going to make that recommendation a hundred times. 80 of those people are going to be mad at them for making that recommendation. And how dare you tell me what to do? Call I me I'm fat. Yeah. It's, it's my favorite. I don't remember what it is. A guy comes in from my 600 pound life. So like, I didn't come in here for a lecture. It's like, All right, well, I don't know. I don't know, man. But, yeah. but, and then, and then when you do try to make that, even if you know, that's the answer and you give them the answer and they, and they, they ignore it completely, mm -hmm. but they had high blood pressure and they had all these health, health issues. If you didn't medicate them then knowing that that would have moved that symptom down, that blood pressure down, if you didn't medicate them then, and they have a heart attack two months later while they continue to eat like shit, it still ends up kind of falling on your plate for not having offered the solution that you had in front of you. And people's behaviors don't change as a doctor. As a doctor, I could consider it would be very, I can empathize that telling people to change the way they eat and to exercise, and they just won't fucking do it for the hundredth time, and they'll be mad at you. I get it. I get it. It sucks. So I understand why they don't do that which is why you out there, you gym owners, you coaches, if your people are coming to you to make that change, okay, they're asking you for that. By coming to you saying, I want to lose weight, they're saying, I need your help to lose weight. Okay, and that they may just want your gym access. They may just want your CrossFit classes. They may just want your personal training. But for them to be successful, 
They have to make those changes. And why would you not have one of your services again, that you're equipped to do that goes hand in hand with the things you're doing in the gym that is built on the trust that you already have with them. Why would you not put those things together and offer them to these people? Mm. It doesn't have to be at a premium should be, but it should be enough to where it's worth it for you to do worth it for your coaches. And God damn it. If you make extra money and your client success ratio doubles, which it probably would for those that buy nutrition coaching, yep. especially if they're held accountable to it. I just don't, I don't know where the, what, where's the hiccup? What are we fucking, what are we missing here? I don't understand. And I don't understand why it's not done more often. I don't understand why all these CrossFit gyms have these nutritional philosophies. It's whole foods. It's not, they'll have them and they don't fucking teach it. They don't sell it. They don't offer it. It's not a service. Well, what are you a fucking preacher? You're right. just going to yell into the void and every once in a while throw a recipe out on your Instagram or something. Like mm -hmm. if it's not systemized, it doesn't exist. And it certainly isn't going to continue to provide that feedback loop of success, create that ecosystem of success that we talk about here. You're just completely missing the boat. And that's why it was a light bulb moment for both of us. When we were listening yeah. to this gym owner and he laid it out, we're like, wait a second. One of the largest, probably not the largest franchise, but largest affiliate in the world, affiliate type setup in the world with CrossFit. It's like we said, it's the first problem is, how do we narrow down what you're supposed to eat? Done. Check. Over. Zone. Boom. Got it. Then it's going to yeah, be fuck it. What, right. It's just it's, that, that's that's it. Thing. Because because yeah. this is what we all know to be true. What's the best? Like what's the be, you know is it German volume training, Tyler? Is it the conjugate method? Like what's the best level? Of it's, it's whatever the fuck you continue to do. You yeah. just do that thing. Do it for like twelve weeks and don't get hurt. If you yeah. can do those things, you'll just get stronger. So then you can literally say, well, I train calves first and that's why I'm stronger. Well, great. Now you have a calf program. Yep, like it doesn't whatever. matter what you do. It doesn't matter. So make the choice. Boom. Done. Check. The next biggest problem that most of you guys are running into, because this is what we run into with every gym owner that doesn't just have a thing that they're already running with, which is like, yeah, but like I got to get it launched and then I got to make these things like, boom, CrossFit's done. It's got, you have all the resources that you need. Yeah. So now you check that box. So literally the only thing you have to do is talk about it. Mm -hmm. Like just talk about it. And that's where for us, it was, it is you all have the two hardest steps done. Every CrossFit gym has a two. And because a lot of times too, you need to get the buy-in from like your staff where people like know about it. So now if you have this proprietary, whatever the fuck thing, now you got to get everybody else trained on it. It's like, no, like everyone already has to have done it. So you kind of have everybody already on the same page. So the 80% of the heavy lifting is done. You literally just, and this is where for us, it came so naturally where it's like, oh, well, whenever we talk about being able to fold in body composition services, tracking those metrics and having some type of a nutrition um, bolt on service that's inside of our natural offer stack system that we teach, it's, we're never talking about what that system is. Yeah, It just is. That's the placeholder. It's whatever you need. And I think also from the marketing end is where most of the mistakes do get made. Because just like you said, it's like, well, no, I talk about what we do nutritionally because I put out like a recipe or I do this or I do that. And it's that's not specific enough. Like we're yeah. too vague in general to where it's like nutrition coaching shouldn't be marketed as, and we've talked about this before, but it's, it doesn't get talked about as nutrition coaching. It's just it's, a diet. It's a food plan. It's a plan. Here's and it's a plan lost. 
of weight loss. It's a plan for muscle gain. It's a plan for like whatever it is, it fits that need. So it ends up being instead of a nutrition coaching program, it is a 10 pounds in the next two months program. It is inches off program. It is muscle gaining program. It's losing your dad bad dad bod program, like whatever it is. I had, I had someone inquire about my, one of my remote coaching products last week before it closed up. And it's like, well, what's the difference? You mentioned we can do it for fat loss or, or muscle gain. What's the difference? I'm like, well, one of them, you're going to eat more. (laughs) One of them, you're going to eat less, bro. What the fuck are we talking about here? Like, it's not that hard. Like I don't need to build two entirely different things for these people. Now there's other ways to do this, by the way, like, but I, I think, all nutrition coaching is not forever. Okay, this is important. So people go, oh, I want to teach them how to eat for life. Great. But they got to work with you. You got They got to be listening to you at all, and they're not going to unless they pay you. Okay, so you can't just sit there and preach fucking brown rice is better than white rice or or why you should have almonds and not cashews or, or this type of stuff. Like none of that is that important. You just need to get them listening to you on a plan and successful. And then through that plan, you start to build healthy habits, right? So I don't care if it's, by the way, what's funny is zone essentially boils up to like 40% protein and 30 and 30 of carbs and fat, right? And so one or whatever, right? But but in that, that, that's basically the breakdown of what it ends up coming down to, which is like pretty much the way when I was buying, going through like a full on dietitian for like my muscle gain and stuff that I was doing when I was like really trying to put on size when I was competing, that's the exact same thing. It was the exact same ratio. By the way, go hire someone for coaching your macros. Do you think they need to make tweaks to your macros? Nah, you're going to fall somewhere around there. Pretty much in there. Almost all of them. Unless they're like really a low carb thing. But then it's just going to be fucking just way less carbs. And just delete the fucking carbs out there. And then everything else kind of works out. And so I think that everybody worries so much about having to have this optimal thing. We're just going to leave make one little nudge. And while I'm with that, sometimes these people need to just get on the fucking train. Right. And that's where I do when, when I do my nutrition coaching now, um, I used to just give this nice soft plan and I still kind of do where like, here's your calories, here's your protein marks, here's what's acceptable. Here's not. And now when I coach people in these like more shorter, more defined lengths of time, it's not just one plan that you take off and run with. We're going to be strict as shit for like a month a little over a month, like, like it's, yeah. it's real tight, right? It's like your quantity is going to be tighter than you want. You're going to learn that stuff. You're going to learn what it's like to feel light. We're going to address your habits of feeling hungry. We're going to do some fasting during another, during one of the weeks so that you learn the difference between being bored and being hungry. But all of that comes from just like implementing some basics. Still, there's a framework that they're working within and they're checking in with me every morning. That's it. And so from that, you have the opportunity to change the behavior. And when it's all said and done, they're going to know, they're going to know there's some things that happen when in nutrition in habits, whether it's people that are food addicts, drug addicts, whatever, a seed gets planted in your head. And even while you're acting poorly, behaving wrong, whether you're doing the wrong things, once it's in your head, it sits there and you know, and you know, and you know. but you're not going to get that, be able to plant that seed in people at all. If they don't open the door for you and allow you to be in there and help them with this. They're not. You're, if you're not working with them on it, they don't give a shit. There's nothing you're going to say from the outside that's going to really have that big effect. So get in. This is how. This is how you get it. So I don't give a shit if it's zone. But your people are trained on it. 
modify it. If there's literally like a really specific change in there, something you don't want allowed, cross it out. <laughs> I'm like, I'm fucking no. But With you have Sharpie. all these you have all these resources and it's mm-hmm. it's you have a pretty much canned, easy delivered delivered thing and your staff's already trained on it and you're not doing it. So that's been the starting point. Get people started listening to you, trusting you, paying you for nutrition coaching because they need it. You already have it. And I don't know. Are you rich yet? You guys are, are all, any of you guys killing it? Like fully? We're like, I don't need any more money. 100% of my people lose the weight they want to lose. Like, okay, then you're fine. And we're not for you. So they have, you have, if you're like, if you're a CrossFit affiliate, you have all these things that we talked about. Now let's, let's talk about then what are the things that you are missing? So what are the things that you're missing? What can you start to do right now to fold it in? Like very practically speaking. Yeah. So it's, we're assuming you've made a decision. You've picked a thing. You have resources for that thing. If you don't, and it's like, then it's, then we have to, then you need to get on a call with us and talk to us about how we build out, how you batch out a whole bunch of shit and make a bunch of shit. Don't, don't do that. Cause if you are a CrossFit affiliate, you already have all the resources you need. You got members, <laughs> you got materials, you have the plan exists out there, the guidebook, everything. Because Because the very first thing, if you're going to roll this out and you're going to take this from a very practical approach, you do not need to plaster your fucking social media with a whole bunch of shit. Because what you're going to do is you're going to get really hyped about it. You're going to post about it one fucking time and you're never going to talk about it again. And then you're going to say, hey, this people don't really buy it. People don't don't really buy it. Yeah. Yeah. And what you're going to do is you're going to make one post about it. You can sell it externally so that people know you do it. That's the main thing. You're inside. People will know you do it. Um, what I highly recommend. So if you want to implement this starting right now, don't need to implement this as like an ongoing thing that goes on forever. I don't think you need to do that at I all. Not do that. I think what you do is I think you have kind of a two sit down consultation thing, one in the beginning, one in the end and an ongoing process. These are maybe 20 minute conversations, each of these things, right? Um, I would sell it in eight weeks, probably in my opinion, eight weeks, maybe 12, if you want to go the long haul, but I would sell this to your existing people as a challenge, as like a, as a fixed thing. And I would run an email out, say, Oh, Hey guys, we're going to run a zone challenge. Here's kind of how it works roughly. But like get in, pay us that you, they can pay your existing people, give them a nice discounted rate. If they get in early on this first run, mm-hmm. um, and let's go. And we'd like to track and see how much weight you guys lose, whatever they give them an opportunity to reinvest. This doesn't even need to be too premium. And to, because the next iteration of this Bingo. will be folded into your offer stack. People will be coming in. They will be choosing it as an add on for their existing, um, for their existing services. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, that's that's the way to do it. Sell it internally. Sell it as a challenge. Sell it for a fixed time frame. Um, and be strict with the people. Be like, yeah, we're not fucking around. This is a framework, man. It, and it is nice that it is just a framework. It's got there's boundaries. Live within it. And if you're going to have exceptions, you need to you need to define the exceptions so that people don't bounce around and skid all over control, right? And so, um, but I think that process makes this thing move you're going to get paid practice at fulfilling it you don't have to build a bunch of social media resources or anything like this or truly fulfillment resources if you're going to try to make a bunch of pdfs fuck it sell it make it work for these people and then everything you learn and everything you deliver on there you'll be able to process it or turn it into a process or level up the delivery of it so that the next version of this now sits great but you need to get paid to make that and that's where everybody fucks up Correct. We got to make it from scratch, and it's so much work. 
that you're better at making and you're so in love with what you made that then the way you try to sell it sucks because you try to sell it the way you made it. And you're like, it's super thorough and it's got all of these lovely features and nobody gives a fuck. No. What they want it's- is a food plan slash diet depending on when they don't want nutrition coaching. Nobody wants nutrition coaching. I use those, I use that term because I'm talking to you guys. People right. want a diet. They, they think diet, it works. People, coaches get all clammy about it because they're like, well, I mean, a diet, it, a diet implies that you won't be doing it for, get your head out of your ass. It means the same thing to them. They want to be told what to eat. Okay. So we're going to tell you what to eat, how to do it in a way that's easy to track. You don't got to weigh all your shit forever. You'll get a good eye for things and it's going to work for you. And we're going to yeah. run this for eight weeks. We're going to help you figure it out. We're going to work with you the whole way. We're going to check your progress before, during, and after y'all are going to kill it. Let's go. I want to push back even more. It's not even a diet. It's not even a diet. Do you know what the people want? Whatever the fuck they tell you they want. That's true. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's what this is. And that's, what's always so crazy to me where it's like, it's, we sell personal training, we sell nutrition, we sell supplements and we get really, really intensely again, up our own ass, sniffing our own farts when it comes to well, this is what the protein is broken down into. This is what it's made out of. And this is all the nutritional facts about it. And this is all this, that, and the other. And it's like, no, 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 no. Does somebody want to lose weight? Yes. Great. This is the solution. Well, this will help me lose weight. Sure will. Do you want to lose weight? Yes, I do. Great. This is the solution. Okay. Like, and it said that becomes what it is. Like that is where it's like, whoever wants to gain weight, lose weight, whatever those things are. Again, if it has anything to do with body composition, then- this is the solution. It just it like, and that's where we become, become start to become more hyper obsessed over what the goals your people have are. And the fact that you have solutions that will then just help them get that. It, yeah. it stops and start selling their targets, start selling their goals back to them instead of just selling whatever the fuck you want to call your special thing. Unless you have a really fun name like Dudes Rock or the Get Thick program, and yeah. then you can call it that as much as you'd like. Yeah, yeah, run with it. <laughs> it's like, that's easy. So, I well, by the way, what what can we take away for people that aren't CrossFit affiliate owners, John? Obviously, still from this conversation we had, if you don't own a CrossFit affiliate, which of our listeners, probably about a third of them, um, are CrossFit affiliate owners. The rest, it's pretty even dis- distribution then from out there from the rest. Um, but if you don't own a CrossFit affiliate, what is your what is the nutritional philosophy that you personally have? Because obviously your personal alignment with how you eat, what what you prioritize for, how you define your nutritional habits, what are they? Does that exist? Is what out there already aligns with that the best? Because you're better off taking that and do and running with it. Um, and just make it your own. Like you're coaching people to do that. You don't even need to say we're doing the zone diet. By the way, let me encourage that. For sure. You're running your diet. This is your plan. This is, we're going to teach you how to, eat. don't be, don't be preaching zone. This is a, this is where everybody fucks up. Everyone's like paleo's better zone. Uh, it's fucking Atkins. It's carnival. Stop it. Like the brand, brand it yourself. One of our, care. one of our most successful versions of this exact thing is we had a, a gym owner that we were working with and he's just, I cannot get the nutrition program to sell. I cannot get it. He's banking posts of, really pretty photos of veggies and raw meats and all sorts of stuff. He's like, it's not moving. And we just were like, just call it the Hunter diet because the dude we're talking to his first name is Hunter. So this is, it worked. It worked. That was it. So it's the CrossFit Albuquerque diet. That's what it is. Your diet. Yeah. 
yeah. and run with it. So that's, and so for you guys out there, find the thing that, that you align with the most. By the way, if it's just teaching macros, then fine. If that's the system you really are most versed in and your staff can, I would love it if your staff could sell and fulfill, like really just set a commission, like you manage them, go. Mm-hmm. You can set some guidelines, but but like whatever it is, what is the easiest way to get, bundle resources and, and information for it? And then give that information to the people. Walk them through it. Say, let's set this up with you. And then off you go. But there, that's the starting point. I, th- I also think for all of you guys out there, regardless of the type of gym you have, selling this internally is really goddamn good practice for selling specialty programs, things like yes. that. But a, but an eight-week, you know, diet challenge eight i don't i don't care i i hate it when people shit on terminology i do it a little bit but but they shit on it in general it's like dude i don't know you as long as you're speaking to what they think it is i kind of don't care people like a food challenge man like a diet you make a make a trendy i'm listen i make a lot of social media content that falls flat on its face because it's just me doing what i want to do you make one fucking thing about a pre-workout smoothie that i like to take and it'll go nuts yeah, things we get tons of people view it. It's, it gets shared more than any other thing I've made. Whatever, but it's it, it's valuable. People want just like a little tip. They want just a little challenge. I want a little bit of guidance for this month. I want a month. They don't want to be told they need they need to change the way they eat forever for thirty six years. That's the reason that type of fear and the resistance that comes from that, like you need to change the way you eat forever, is that fear is the reason that your doctor doesn't even bother bringing it up to people, no matter how much weight they need to lose. Because he's like, I ain't fucking dealing with this. Every time I tell somebody they got to change the way they eat for life and for health, they fucking flip out or they don't do it. It's not worth my time or effort. Your doctor's already learned that. And he deals with a lot more people than you do over the long haul. I can promise you too, if you get too hung up. So if you don't have all the resources and you don't have the things to be able to run with this and you're not a CrossFit affiliate, I promise you whatever you make won't be exactly what your people need. And this is where, if you're starting this, one of Tyler and I's favorite things. So what I would do is I would stay in the pocket. You pitch it and sell it to your internal people first, just like we said, but stay really specific. If it's me, I want to stay either people want to lose 10 pounds they want to lose or they want to gain 10 pounds. And I want to talk to like, I want to have a very specific group that I'm going to target. And then I'm just going to ask them in that 20 minute meeting, like you said, the intro and then the closeout meetings is what is it? Where have been your roadblocks? What do you need help with? What have been the struggles? What are you looking to do better this time around? If you yeah. whatever, whatever they say, they're going to say, you know, I've had a really hard time whenever I go out to eat. I have a hard time when I go to the grocery store. I have a problem, whatever the answers are. That then, if you feel so motivated, that now tells you, oh, all right, well, I could, I could throw something together that has to do with this specific thing. And because you're going to essentially beta test this for money, not for free, it's worth your time, even at that discounted rate where you've made some stuff, people have paid you to make some of these things for the first time ever. Opposed to you feel like, like you said, screaming into the void and putting a whole bunch of work. Again, remember, if you build it, they will come. Is the psyop to keep you poor. So it's let people pay you to do some of these things. And then it's there. And now this is something you have forever for that style of client. And as you build those things naturally, as people need them, you'll save so much more time. And it'll be customized to exactly what they need. 
and your customer success ratio will go up because do you think someone's going to be successful if you ask them, what do you need to be successful? You listen to them. You then build that thing and say, hey, I'm going to give you this to help you be successful. At the end of it, their success is going to be pretty goddamn high and they're going to be stoked. And then they're going to want to do that. Like this is how you do specialty programs. Too many of us get hung up on. I have a cool idea. I want to do a thing that has nothing to do with what clients want to do. And then it feels like you're just fucking walking through three feet of snow up to your knees and you're just slogging through and it sucks opposed to being like, Hey, what do you guys want? What do you guys like? What do you want to do? What do you, what are the things that you're trying to achieve? Then you just make that thing and then sell it to them. And then magically they want it. And it's also what it is specifically, what is being delivered is not that important. <laughs> as long as it's on track, provides a caloric deficit, will get them where they want to go. Like for most people, they just need something to adhere to. Exactly. Right? They're adhering to nothing. Therefore, they're always going to be swinging a bit too hard or leaning a bit too far right or left or or jumping a bit too far on the calories. It's just they're always going to be doing too many things wrong. They're not going to just blindly touch every base the way that they need to. Right. It's just not going to happen. So one of the things that works, I branded my program very specifically Dudes Rock. Dudes, it's all dudes doing stuff. Hey, dudes. And it just works. It's funny, right? Borders on hyper-masculine. Everything we could do to not be offensive about it. But it was pretty damn good. Like, everybody needs an excuse to put DX dropping the suck it on their fucking branding. If you can put that in, you're having a good day as far as I'm concerned as a dude. The more times you can use the Stone Cold entrance music Mm -hmm. in your stuff, you're winning as far as as I feel. Me and the dudes I hang out. That rules, right? Except the program is the same exact thing I would do with women, except I would just word the paragraphs that I'm delivering to them in the intro documents differently. What what they would be doing is identical. So here's what's going to happen. My wife is going to sell a very girl-branded version of the same exact thing. Now, I I, I actually made the joke. I was like, yes, you're going to launch your... Silly girl brain, girl brain nutrition stuff coming up soon. But no, but her thing, all she'll have to do is rewrite the intros. We rebrand it and she just sells it to her, her people about their needs. But it's just weight loss. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. It's just weight loss. And we're going to obviously have to adjust some quantities for the you know, women that are my size. But but that's that, but that really is it, right? So, so my, the brand and the outcomes, the desired outcomes attracted the people. Right. Right. This is the crazy extreme fuck off five months to get dope or go fuck yourself program. Right. And the dudes don't want that, want that. And I, but I had a couple women message me like, oh, hey, is this just for a minute? And I was like, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're going to read the way I'm sending it. You know what I mean? My delivery on some of the stuff is like, yes, this one's it's not for women. I said, but to, if I'm being honest, the program itself, like what you would be doing is exactly the same. I said, but I promise it's just not going to be the vibe you're going to like. But Megan's going to roll one out for chicks here in the next couple of months. We'll just keep yeah. an eye on that. Right. But knowing that this is the same thing. It's the same thing. I'm just changing the way I'm talking about it to the people. That's it. And the way that I'm delivering it is going to be done in a different tone. But that's what coaching is anyways, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm coaching a 40-year-old housewife versus coaching a 30-year-old former athlete who's just really t- wants to still be going hard, they're, they're going to be doing some similar things in the gym, but I got to treat them differently. I got to talk to them differently. I got to rein them in with different motivations and things like this. Um 
It is pretty. And one of the reasons I was actually worried, because this, I, I was tempted, by the way, the guy that sells, I was just going to be like, yeah, fuck it. I'd sign this girl up for the dude's rock program. Like, whatever. Yeah. Um, except I had already written the stuff that I was sending out. And there's, there's stuff in there where I was like, I was like, listen, dudes rock dudes. Do not be stopping and getting some sweet soda drink or getting candy bars or whatever. I said, like, if you need a, like needing a sweet treat in the daytime is for chicks and kids. <laughs> so absolutely fucking no dudes rock dude is just going, I need some fucking candy midday. Fuck off. Like just, you're going to eat a, a lunch. That's going to be whatever. And you're not going to be eating bullshit. You're not gonna be snacking all day. Fuck off. Okay. So that level of like firm communication, I just didn't want to expose some poor unsuspecting lady to me to be like candies <laughs> for chicks, dude. <laughs> but, but it makes for a fun conversation know your amongst, audience. amongst the homies. Yeah. Know Absolutely. your audience and don't let the wrong people into your audience. <laughs> but it was, it was also fun. You know, we did the, um, I actually kind of jokingly went about it where I was like the, uh, uh, what is it? The not Sandlot. What is it? Little Rascals. Was like no girls allowed. Yeah. No girls allowed. No girls allowed. Sorry. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So that's what we got again. To, let me fo- fold this into our larger picture, though, right? So, last couple episodes, John and I went pretty hard at the the ecosystem principle um, and client success ratio, and I think it's very important that nutrition coaching, or maybe not nutrition coaching. Let me rephrase that. Your clients need to be changing the way that they eat in order for them to change the way that they look. They cannot just come in and move one single variable. Zero exercise, change that to a number, to some exercise. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't work forever. It'll work until it stops. And depending on how misaligned their diet is, you may not even outpace the weight they've been gaining. Or worse, they just stay the same. And there's, there's nothing worse than working hard in the gym. Like really showing up and working hard and just having it not produce. And some people don't know. They don't understand quantities or they don't understand how far um, some of the stuff they're doing that's out of bounds, like how far out of bounds it is and what it's really costing them. So they need some guidance. Your people need to fix the way they eat in order for them to be successful. That's it. And and by the way, they need to know how they should eat, even if they're being successful now. Okay. They got to know some principles so that they can make corrections for themselves in the future. They can always get guided to the true North star. So that is a requirement. Okay. For, for, to optimize the success that your clients are having. And if you don't care about that, we don't give a shit about you and your gym or how successful you are financially or how much money you or your family makes. If you don't give a shit about whether or not your clients are actually getting the things that they're paying you to get, then shut this thing off. And go fuck yourself because <laughs> you're just listening to the wrong show here, right? But if you actually care, it may an impact in your community. It, that's just, it's got to be a thing. Whatever it is that you do to get them to change that behavior, I'm fine with, by the way. If I believed that giving this service mm-hmm. away and making it as a PDF bundle guide that using all the resources that CrossFit gives and you just give it as a as a handout when someone comes and signs up, I if you think that if I believed that that would work as well as them paying you would, I'd say do that, whatever that is. I'm not saying that it has to be that it makes you money. I'm saying it has to make them successful. Whatever it is, I I believe them paying you makes them invested and makes them pay attention. John, people who pay more, pay more attention. This is the truth. Period. It is. Period. It is. So that's why this is the path as far as I'm concerned. But whatever version 
by the way, if you just sing an acute song every morning is going to make them change the way they eat for the better and make them more successful, keep singing that fucking song. I don't care what it is that you got to do, but that needs to be on your radar because what you're doing in class exercise is important. But John, what's the difference between like good, highly focused, great exercise that's like the most optimized versus something that say is like half as good? Like it still is just going to matter as regarding calories that you're consuming, like fucking hardly any. What's the difference, right? It's not much. It might be like one more bite of a candy bar in a day, mm-hmm. right? Is the difference between like the perfect workout program and one that's a little bit like not as perfect. It just oh, or, or most of it. them. Yeah. <laughs> so, so if you, you, people need to understand that exercise, while it's impactful and it's important, it is not nearly as impactful to the physique as nutrition and it's just not i i used to hate the you can't you cannot work a bad diet i used to hate that thing because it was catchy and in my as the years go on in this industry it's the thing that i find to be the most true it's the most fundamental truth that i've seen at all and i would rather have somebody not pay me for coaching for for gym coaching i would rather say go walk go be outside go do stuff with your family be more active mm-hmm. right but fix the way you eat first then if you're gonna if one or the other nutrition not exercise y'all you can always go walk you don't need a gym but you yeah. need to fix the way you eat and we have a, um it's gotta be maybe 40 episodes ago 30 episodes ago but you did a whole we did a whole episode all about like the ultimate downsell yeah which was nutrition coach like it's this this holds so much power inside of your gym because everything we talk about as we have really gone hard in the hole of like drawing the line in the sand of like, what is that we believe in like Tyler and I, and as an organization for gym owners revolution, that it's the foundation is client success. Like everything you do, everything we do has to be built and founded on the success of the clients that you work with. And so that's where the ultimate, that downsell episode comes back full circle because it's, even if they don't have the means or the money to pay you for a coached product or access to your gym to train, you can make a difference still in that person's life to make them successful just by providing that service for them to walk away with something to help them eat or to help them do better. Like it just is it. You don't know what will eventually bring people back to you. So this is where you want to have some of these levers that you can pull in your business because too many of you are one trick ponies. Too many of you have a single membership that you think by just jamming it full of shit and all of the best possible things that could ever exist inside of this unlimited membership is how you're going to help people. And you just, we all know that that's just, if you step back and, and get out of your own way just a little bit, you, we all know that that's not how anything works. Yeah. No one continues to just be like, oh yeah, you're going to keep giving me more and more and more free shit to then like, they're not going to take advantage of that. It, it is, it is a psychological phenomenon that just is, you have to pay. I will go running because I bought new shoes. Yeah. I will go lift because I bought new straps. Like it just is, there's a piece here that instead of using that psychology for evil and for bad and taking advantage of people, use it for good. And yeah. that's fundamentally where that client success foundation comes from. 
And at the end of all of that, right, where all that comes around, is that they're paying you more money. They're paying you more money. It's, this is, many would consider this an upsell. It's not when presented this way. It's them choosing a better path forward than being given a choice. Don't box it in. Don't force it on. Now it's not something you have to go, and would you like to buy our nutrition coaching package? No. If the conversation is rooted in them being successful, perfect. Yeah, everybody knows they eat the wrong way. Everyone who eats the wrong way knows there's, they're doing something wrong. Everyone knows the benefit of a plan. Now, will they prioritize within their budget and their buying habits and their current financial situation and their actual willingness to make the change? Will that float to the top and be a finance, be a decision they make with their checkbook today? That's a decision for them to make, not you. But you are making that decision for them by not having nutrition coaching as a part of this conversation. That's the problem. So you're fucking up. So it needs to be a part of the conversation. I'm all about gyms out there that are offering nutrition value and a little bit of guidance and in your social media offering value. Hey, here's why I like this over this. And Hey, that's great. But like you need to actually be helping people do this and implement this. Like all things, like all concepts. John, I've been to a lot of business seminars in my day, right? Fitness seminars, business seminars, some business seminars that are not within this industry, Sales seminars that are not within this industry, sales seminars that are within this industry. The number one thing um, that is the determining factor of whether or not the principles being being defined and taught at these seminars and these conventions, um, whether or not they're successful, the number one determining factor is implementation. So it does not matter how much information you give away. It does not matter what information you have, if it's better or worse. It won't matter at all if you can't help people implement them. So success or failure within a diet plan, a food plan, or whatever to change it, or in a business, or in whatever your new strategy is, it lives or dies on the implementation. That's it. So people who need to make the change, they will pay you to make sure that they implement it. I need to know what to implement, and will you help me implement that? That's it. That's what this service is. So it's not about the what being better than the other what. It's like, no, what is it and can you help me implement it? And and then you're going to be fine. So implementation is key. And that's where everything, everything is, everything else that's out there is just information. If, that's the biggest one. Information without implementation is a fucking, uh, uh, how do I put this? It is an absolute endless void with more and more and more and more information in it. Okay, find something that'll probably work, okay, and teach people how to implement it. That's it. Guide them to the implementation. That's everything. If you need help identifying what is it that you need to be working on, if you feel like you're going in circles, you feel like everything we've laid out all sounds like good ideas, but you have no idea where to start, and you need help on implementing, right? This is what Tyler and I do. Right. Yeah. This is what we do within the Gear Academy. This is where we go and we work one on one with gyms in specific areas of whatever they need help with, whether a personal trainer, coach or a gym that's trying to move the needle and is ready to get out of their own way and just needs that accountability and needs the ability to then go and implement. Reach out to us. Yeah. This is what we do. This is what it gets me excited to wake up every single day and be able to work with gym owners and fitness professionals that want to make their clients better and are willing to invest in themselves and invest in those clients to be able to actually do something instead of continuing just to spin their wheels. 
That's it. Get on board. Get on the train. So go to JimOwnersRevolution.com for Gear Academy, or you can message me or John. Uh, I am Tyler F. Stone on Instagram. John is JBanksFL on Instagram. If you got questions about the Gear Academy or want us to send you, you know, kind of a little bit of a bulleted list of kind of what we cover, what we don't cover, what it is, what it isn't, send us a message. Uh, follow the show at the Gym Owners Podcast. Get in the link in our description to join the Facebook group, Gym Owners Revolution. Keep adding more people, keep adding more stuff. So, uh, yeah. Anything else we got to get out today? Any big news? Nothing I've seen. Nothing. nothing. There's nothing else going on out there, guys. So thanks a lot for listening, everybody, and we will see you next week.